With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandsLots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Take TPV Radio with you 24-7. Just download live 365 app from your Apple or Google Play Store. Like us on Facebook at TPV Radio or www.tpvradionetwork.com. Walk with us, family. Let's go! It's the two-time Stellar Award considered, Spin Award nominated. You're listening to The Voice. To The Voice. The Psalmist Voice Radio Network. You're listening to the hottest, most off-controversial, off-the-meters Christian radio station in the land. In the land. The Psalmist Voice Radio Network. Are you ready to walk, family? Let's go! Yo, what's good? It's your boy, Josiah Khalid. Listen, you're listening to the Psalmist Voice Radio. Walk with me. Let's go. What's good, radio family? TPV Radio is just getting hotter, and we have an all-star lineup just for you. Mondays, conversations with Joe and Jay at 7.30 a.m. Tuesdays, victory over the waste of life with author Deanne Lebrine at 6 p.m. Wednesdays, Illuminating Words Ministries with Dr. Apostle Forrest L. Walker Sr. at 5 p.m. Thursdays, Real Talk with Pastor Byron Sago at 4.30 p.m. Also, Dorothy Patterson, the reality coach at 6 p.m. Fridays, the exclusive interview with yours truly, the Simon's voice, by appointment only. Saturdays. It's Saturdays for Fed with Sister Lorraine Brown and Roberta Jones at 11 a.m., followed by The Locker Room with Coach D at 4 p.m. Sundays, TPV Reloaded at 2 p.m. with the Familia. Catch all of TPV Radio programming on Facebook Live at TPV Radio. Also, Live 365, tune in and all of our podcasts social media platform. Walk with us in relationship, purpose, and promise. And let's go! You never heard Christian radio quite like this. Like this. Get your fix 24-7 on the Psalmist Voice Radio Network. Radio Network. You're listening to Saturday's Buffet with Sister Lorraine Brown and Roberta Jones. Right now, TPV Radio. TPV Radio. I want us to worship God for just a moment. We talked about one sound. Everybody say one sound. There is a kingdom sound. There is a kingdom sound. Everybody say that. There is a kingdom sound. Say it again. There is a kingdom sound. And I want you to understand this, that there is always a sound that precedes a move of God. 
Everybody say that there's always a sound that precedes the move of God. Whenever you will find deliverance, wherever you will find healing, wherever you find a move of God, it is always associated with a sound. I want us to take just maybe 30 seconds and we're going to we're going to sing this song. We're going to raise it as an offering to the Lord, but I want us to take about maybe just 30 seconds if you will. Brother, I just want you to minister on that on that guitar. I want you to raise your hands in his presence and let's just worship God all over this room. Come on, everybody, let's worship God all over this room. Hallelujah.
again. Hallelujah. Every voice in this room. You're listening to Saturday's Buffet with Sister Lorraine Brown and Roberta Joe right now. PPV Radio. PPV Radio. Good afternoon. Excuse me. Good afternoon, everyone. Welcome to Saturday's Buffet. While subject matter continues to be love, we haven't found any way that we can exhaust our subject matter because every time we feel like we've gotten to a place where we can go to something else, Love pops back up in a different way. I heard someone early this morning uh, say something about the elevations of God, and it struck me, and I just want to share it with you you all today. 
They were saying that the elevations of God, it's a beautiful and a lovely thing, but it's always wrapped up in hurt and pain and, and, and things that will cause us to go away from it. Because God just don't want to hand us his blessings, but he wants us to want them enough to fight for them, to believe for them, to have somewhat of a struggle for them. Going back to the, the issue and the, the situation with the butterfly in the cocoon, the, the struggle in the cocoon is real. But if he does not successfully break that cocoon open in that struggle, with that struggle, then he'll either die or be crippled for the rest of his life. Saints of God, people of God, there is a struggle in our cocoon today. <clears throat> Forgive me. For the things that's going to elevate us in God. Love is one of those things that elevates us and sets us apart in God. And if we're not willing to struggle or to fight, to walk in love, then we may as well <clears throat> go ahead and retire early and do something else with our life. Because without love consistently uh, growing and being present in our life, our lives are really being lived in vain. <clears throat> Why live life and not have the fullness of life? That's a waste of your time. When, when, I, when I flipped over in the world, I flipped over full force. I didn't go in the world half-stepping and uh, taking a back seat to the, the most raunchiest woman in the club. I went out there to beat her. And in some cases, I got her, and in other cases, she outran me. But the, my, my point is, in God, in love, that's a part of the package. We cannot walk in, in God and walk with God and omit the spirit of love out of our lives. Because really, in, in, at the end of the day, if we're not walking in love, we're really not walking with God. And before I go too far, we want to welcome everyone to the show today. We want to greet our panel and thank God for you being here on today. Uh, Pastor Chris, we want to say good afternoon in our case because I'm still here in Texas. Good morning, Pastor Chris. How are you today? Good. Good morning, awesome. Sister Lorraine. You're still in Texas. It's all good. Yes. Was excited about last weekend. Uh, you and your husband are off the chain in a good way, Amen. just saying. Amen. But I just wanted Amen. to uh, give a shout out. And, of course, happy Father's Day to all the fathers on tomorrow. We honor you on today. And that's my spiel. So back to you. Thank you for reminding me because I surely did forget. Happy Father's <laughs> Day to all of our, <laughs> all of our fathers uh, who are listening to us on today. Uh, Good uh, afternoon to you, Sister Roberta. How are you today? Good afternoon. I am great. Running and busy, but I am great. Truly, truly Amen. great. You know, before Amen. you introduce anyone else, to, 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 um, just for what you said uh, um, about love, I was reading something, and it said, love is that force within oh. you that suffers long. Ooh. That suffered for a long time and is mm. and is still kind and gracious. Ah. It's that thing that it has to be within you. So so the love of God He put in us when we accept Jesus Christ. That's the love. Mm -hmm. And mm -hmm. uh, 
the thing that we want to be committed to a cause, but not devoted to Jesus. Mm. Jesus wants us devoted to Him, mm-hmm. and not the cause. That's but because right. we're 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 rather go for the cause and not Him, because him, He because, is love. Him, he is love. I'm sorry. Well, no, 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 no. Go ahead. Okay, because when you're devoted, when you're devoted to Jesus, that you know it doesn't matter. The only thing matters is that you please in Him. The only thing yes. that matters that that that, that when Jesus Jesus love for God was to please Him. The suffering mm-hmm. was nothing that came along with it. The salvation came along with it because He came to earth to please His Father. And when we know right. the love of God, He said, "Do He told Peter, He said." Do you truly love me? Hmm. Do you truly love me? And Peter got a little upset after me, Lord, you know. But he told Peter mm-hmm. to do something. Something real simple. Mm-hmm. He said, feed my sheep. Make sure they have what they right. need. Make sure they nourish. Make sure that, that you know, mm-hmm. they're loved. Make sure that, you know, whatever yeah. they need, you 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 give it to yeah. them. And that's the, that's yeah. the thing about love. That <laughs> sacrifice that... that that we want to we want to have but not receive, you know. But to yeah. be devoted to Jesus, that 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 Ambassador Chris says it all the time. He says it's about relationships. To be devoted to to Jesus is a relationship you have with Him, and in a relationship you talk things over. In a relationship mm-hmm. you want to find out well how you feel about it, and you don't have the attitude. Well, I don't care how you feel. I'm going to do this. Right. No, right. When you have a relationship with the person. You want you're more concerned about what they're concerned about than what how you feel, because you can mm-hmm. put your feeling on the back burner because of your love for that person. And we love that's we right. love Christ like that. You know that sacrifice, that suffering. We don't even see it, and the hmm. outcome of it is amazing. When we get to know Him, we can't help but to love Him, and, and that's mm. one of the main problems that we're having. We haven't gotten to know him. We don't even know the sacrifices that he made for us. Mm-hmm. And that's it. That's it. That's and that's why being, being a wife or being a mother is difficult a lot of times because most of the time we feel unappreciative, unappreciated mm-hmm. by our spouses and our children. And then our grandchildren, our miracle thing comes along. Our grandchildren comes along and, and they treat us like sliced bread with butter on it. And then we begin mm-hmm. to pour ourselves you know, wholly into our children, our grandchildren, and our children standing there, you never did that for me. And you look at them and you want to mm-hmm. say, you never appreciated me the way my grandchildren are appreciating me. They tell well, me did, good morning. Did, <laughs> yeah, yeah, and you did what you knew to do. We did what we knew how to do. We were learning. And we did the best of what we had. But when our grandchildren came along, they start, they start something different in us because then we had opportunity to show the things that we, the, the mistakes that we learned in raising our children, we were able now to apply the knowledge to our grandchildren, and they were appreciated of it. You know, when 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 we did those things with love, they they experienced the love of it. Our children was only thinking, well, my friends, they parents let them go over there, and they they parents let them do that, but I'm not their parent. Yeah. So we don't want to we don't want to leave. She's out of this conversation. Good good afternoon, Sister Tracy. Good afternoon. How's everybody? Well, we're 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 chasing love. 
Wow. Yeah, that that that's a chase, and y'all starting off hot and heavy this morning or this afternoon. Mm-hmm. You know, I felt the same way when your mother started speaking. I said, My Lord, it's already getting deep. The water already getting deep. I don't know. I can't even swim. I need a life jacket uh, this this afternoon, this morning, <laughs> Pastor Chris. So I need you to provide yes, me with a life jacket because my brother is surrounded by chicken and dressing, but um. It must be something in that chicken and dressing because she came out this morning hot, in hot pursuit of love. Sister Roberta, just yes, one more ma'am. time, if you would, and, 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 and give us that statement again about love, please. And then, Sister Teresa, I'd like for you to, uh, if you can, come out of that quick stand that she's getting ready to put us in. I'd like for you to come out and, and uh, address that, that statement that she's making. I'm not able. Go ahead, Sister Roberta. Love is that force within you that suffers a long time. And it's still mm. good and kind. Good Jesus. Ooh, Lord, I, my, my, you have my prayer, Sister Jesus, three, three, but you go ahead and three, with that three, one. Oh, my God. Love is that force. A force, girl. Force. I need some water. I'm a drink. I'm a drink. I'm a drink. Go ahead, baby. A force <laughs> is something that has pressure behind it. Mm-hmm. Think about that. Think about just how deep that is. That's why I said y'all starting real hot and heavy this morning because that that one slapped me in the face a little bit. I'm like, God, it's yeah, punch me in pressure. the face. Mm. Pressure. Mm. Mm. So it's pressure from both ends, the receiving mm. and the giving in. And it's so amazing how God knew exactly what we were going to need because we're so jacked up and messed up mm-hmm. and our hearts mm-hmm. are so hardened and our hearts are so wishy-washy when it comes mm-hmm. to our feelings and our emotions and what we feel like or think we're supposed to receive that God had oh, to do thousands of years ago on a cross. Send his son to a cross to show what love was. He had mm-hmm. to show what that pressure felt like. Do y'all, that is huge. Mm-hmm. God had to mm-hmm. show us <laughs> by putting his son on the cross mm-hmm. what the pressures of life were going to not even feel like, what it was going to produce for us. And mm-hmm. in that, we had to still show one thing and do one mm-hmm. thing, regardless to mm-hmm. what was going on around us, we were supposed to apply the pressure, which is love. Mm. That mm. right there, mm. huh. <laughs> I'm in here cleaning my house, and I had to stop in the middle of my kitchen like, oh, God, mm-hmm. <laughs> that's mm-hmm. deep. Yeah. And then there's another bad. part. What was the second part of that? Love is the force within you. What was the last part of that? The last that's part the power punch. Is- it's
question, I've already failed. How many of us have failed at love? Yeah. We didn't go through. Yep, yep, yep. We didn't extend the grace that we were supposed to extend. We didn't stand in the mess, in the hurt, in the turmoil. We didn't stand. We walked away. Mm-hmm. And we left love Grand. on the table. Uh, mm. See, Mother. see, I'm trying to be. No, no, no. I put my napkin no. on top of it so I wouldn't have to look back and see it convicting my heart. <laughs> I, I can think of some just this week where I didn't feel that love. Come on, <laughs> I'm just man. like, oh my God, this thing is browbeating us. Because God wants us to get to a place where it doesn't matter. We still show love. Hmm. Oh, see, 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 I'm trying to do something. See, I'm trying to do something. See, 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 this is why uh, some of us get so offended when the truth comes to light, because we're dealing with things that is going to be sensitive, especially when you're trying to transition things in your life that you used to do, and then now you're transitioning to the things that you want to do. But, of course, your, your flesh is always going to combat that because, one, it doesn't make sense to be loving. Uh oh, I'm gonna get in trouble with that statement. But see, oh, we, 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 we left our love handkerchiefs at the door when we left the house. Even some of us probably put it in a safety deposit box because we've been through some stuff. Listen, life is going to happen. Life is going to throw a blow, a low blow at you, and you're going to feel some kind of way. This world is going to try to take the very life out of you. It's going to suck you dry from all the love that God deposited in your spirit. That is why you have to connect yourself with people that's going to refuel you, and you refill them, and y'all have the same like mind and like spirit. See, you got to go against so many things in this life, and we as believers need to stop this chucking and jiving, getting all mad and upset at each other because one person is living in glory, the other one's living their best life now, and all this nonsense. We're not loving. All we're doing is flossing and making people feel some kind of way. How is that love? 
And if we're supposed to be a body of believers, we're supposed to be encouraging each other. Regardless of how bad you think you got it, we need each other to build each other up so we can stop the nonsense and chaos that's going on not only in our homes, yeah, I said it, in our homes, and also in our churches that we go back to to worship the Father. Now, I'm not going to try to take this over, but see, I'm going to sit here and try to stay on my best behavior because the band ready to go because you sisters going to start this conversation red hot. So I'm going to take a break and I'm going to leave it alone before I end up going postal. So ladies, back to you. I'm going to tell you the truth. Every, every week we've been doing love. I come to the meeting with my Bible open on First Corinthians 13. And every week God is saying, no, it's, it's, it's what I've already planted in you. Talk about, talk about how you have not done what I've already told you before you even pick the scripture up. I told you to walk in love. I told you to work on loving the unlovable. I told you to stay true to yourself. I told you to be honest with the things that I put in your hand. Have you done that before you try to preach the scriptures? Try to live the life. Try to live the scriptures. We're trying to preach the scripture and are not, don't even endeavor one step to live it. And the, what, the life we live is the most powerful life that we can present to God's people. We're thinking if we get our, our point A, B, and C, and if we get our introduction of our message right, and if we get our conclusion of the matter, and we hype up the message, and we start running around the pulpit and throwing white handkerchiefs on people's heads, and folks start falling out because they notice just what they're supposed to do. We think we've done it all together, but we have not. Because when we leave the pulpit, when we leave the church building, when we, when we go home with our families, we're not walking in love. And if we're not walking in love at home, don't you come to the church trying to pretend like you know how to walk in love. Because your first love is where you learn how to walk in love. And if you're not walking in love with your grandbabies, your children, your husband, your wife, don't come tell me nothing about love because you don't know a thing about it yourself. Mm. And that's where I am. Whoa. I'm about to, de- where's the demonstration of what you say? Mm. I hear what you say. Mm. I hear it. I hear your good message. I hear your powerful message. I see people throwing their purses at your feet while you preach it. Because you preach good. But then I saw you one day with your big head self. I saw you one day at Papa Do's in Dallas, Texas. And I went to approach you from the standpoint, I'm a woman of God. I'm just starting out. And you're on TV. And I saw you, sir. And I come to, I come to just say, hey, how you doing? Your book blessed my life. Your ministry blessed my life. And your security guard got in my way. Where is your love? Why didn't you pick me up in the spirit and know that I wasn't a dangerous person that come to do you any harm? Where is your discernment? If you really are walking in love, where is your discernment? Where is you? I, I need to talk to this young lady because she doesn't need me any harm. She just don't know no darn better. She treated me like a superstar. She don't know nothing. But you didn't know that because your love walk was not where you, where you preach it to be. You're growing just like I am. And quit trying to put yourself on a pedestal. Quit trying to get people to bow down to you and keep people focused on God. I told you, mine was on life support when I started out this, this, this series that we're doing. My love walk was on life support. 
And the doctors were scratching his head with a mountain up there. He didn't know what to do because he felt like it may make it and it may not. But I come to tell you today, it's still in the, in the, in the, in the ICU, but it's in that part. What, what you call that part when they still watching you closely, but they done took you off of some of the machines? Critical care. Not just in critical care. I think that's the right one. Y'all know what I'm talking about. Cece, you know what I'm talking about? Yes, ma'am. Yes, well, ma'am. I, Observation or, yeah. or step-down critical care. Yeah, listen, they're up there in my little walk now. Uh, it's, an, it's, an, it's not in such a critical state anymore because I decided to use it. And that's the only way you're going to improve upon your love walk or any walk you got. Even in your wrong dead mm-hmm. walk, Tim, if you don't use your piece of skills, you will lose them. You will become dull mm-hmm. and you will become non-employed. So if you're going to walk in love, you got to use and exercise your love walk. Don't just be a, a talking about it, but then you got to be about this life. And if you're not going to be about this life, you're wasting your time. Because God doesn't need no more talkers. He got enough of them. God needs some shakers and some movers in the body of Christ. You need some people that say, come on board. Roll up their sleeves and go to work. And if we're not going to go to work, you can you may as well go home. Go to work or go home. Do your job. Mm. And your job is to walk in love. Your job is to exercise love. Because when he was hanging on the cross, he was demonstrating to us, he was sitting on him and killing him that I love you in spite of what I see you do. I love you. Just treat me. Go ahead. Oh, my. <laughs> you know, <laughs> I was sitting here as you were talking and just thinking about that. And back in the days when Jesus walked the earth, the very people that everyone else pushed away and pushed aside, are the people that he went and he embraced. Mm-hmm. He wanted to know who touched the hem of his garment. He felt it. It didn't matter, you know, that, that other people were around, but he felt, like you said, why didn't you discern? Why didn't you discern that I just wanted to say thank you for being a blessing in my life? My we have got to get back to the basics. Love 101. We've got to get back to that. That's the basis of our Christian walk. we got to get back. It's not about the pomp and circumstance. It's not about how many um, uh, members you have in your church. It's not about, you know, like you, you said, even being on TV. It's not about that. No. If no. the people... If the people, you, what if you hadn't been a Christian that knew that this person was a uh, a Christian? What if you hadn't known that about them? And you mm. just wanted to go say, I like your hat. Right, right, right. You know, it, it, it's to the point where we're so clothed in things and garments that are not Christ-like and God-like. We're so mm. clothed in things what? of of fame, we're so closed mm-hmm. in things of, uh, uh, do they know me, you know, mm-hmm. when I just puffed up and puffed out, and it's not about that, it's so not about 
That's right. If if we could get back, get back to, hello, sister, how are you? Hello, young brother. I just want you to know that God loves you and so do I. And mean it. Live it. Walk it. Because the things that you were saying about, you know, being down in a step-down unit, critical care, I said observation. People are watching you. Yes, yes. People are watching your walk. People are watching mm. what you're saying. Mm. And then if what you say don't match what you do, why would I, as a non-believer, want to come mm. and walk the same walk with you? Right. Mm. I'm getting at it out here in the streets. <laughs> right. I, I'm getting at it out here, you know. So if... My my guy or my, my, my dude in the street is more loyal to me than what I see you being non-loyal to with the word of God. Mm-hmm. Who do you think I'm going to choose to partner with? Mm-hmm. Who do you wow. think I'm going to choose to dance with? Uh-oh. <laughs> we, we, we have got to. <laughs> we've got to. Get back to love. We've got to get back to the roots of why we said, I no longer want to live for the devil. I now want to live for the king. We've got to get back to that. Have we gotten so puffed up in us? Because that's not God. So have we gotten so puffed up in us and in what, you know, man has, I'm going to say it, what yeah. man has contrived a Christian to be? Oh, Lord. Have we gotten there? Because I don't want to be her. I, I don't want to be that person. I, I, I don't. I, I want God to see me in my naked, pure state of just mm-hmm. aligning myself with him. Inside and out, I want you to see that. Because, see, when, when, when it happens on the inside, when love hmm. is going on on the inside, love shows on the outside. So I want yes, that inside and outside. And I am acknowledging that I'm not there, that I have not arrived. I, I, I don't right. get it right all the time. But I want to. I want to do it God's way. I want to show love. I want to show compassion. I want to show grace. That's where I want to be. And as as Christians, you know, children of God, you know, that should truly be our quest. And when we don't see our brother or our sister doing what they're supposed to do, not according to us, but according to what God has said, it's okay to pull that sister and that brother aside and say, hey, are you okay? Not sometimes, you know, we want to check them, like, you this, you that, and point the finger. No, let's ask them, are you okay? That's showing love, because I want to make sure you're That's all right. right. Something has to be off, because I see you going down a road that is contrary to what I know you believe. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Are you okay? How can I help you? That's love. Mm-hmm. That's love. 
And the only good love is the love that's demonstrated. Because we can talk it all day long, but if you're not demonstrating it, nobody cares about your love walk. No. no. And there's no proof. <laughs> it's like you say, uh, Auntie, I'm hungry. And I say, oh, baby, uh, I had some onions this morning. Well, how that going to help you? Your belly, you hungry now. I got to have a solution. Mm. And the solution to, to, to what we see in our world today is true love. Because yeah. every time we every time we pick up our cell phone, there's a news flash. There's been a mass shooting here. There's been a mass stabbing here. There's been a husband and wife did this. Mom and daughter did this. What's the answer? Love. Mm-hmm. My granddaughter called me the other day and said, Grandma, have you heard? I said, heard what, buddy? And she said, the guy, the guy that she introduced me to is her boyfriend. Is uh, facing murder charges. I said, wow. no, babe, I haven't heard that. And we're hearing it day, and, and you know what? We used to hear it far off. You know, somebody else's family was in distress. But now that thing is coming home. It's, it's coming mm-hmm. now, our dwelling. What are we going to do now? See, we didn't have to address mm-hmm. it as long as it was the people across the street. We didn't have to address it as long as it, as long as it was the people across the street. But when that stuff comes to the front door, you got to say, come in or, or, or call 911. Something got to happen. Okay. Exactly. And when it, comes, when it comes so close that the person that's involved is calling you grandma or calling you grandpa, oh, now it's serious. Now it's time to play. Mm-hmm. It was time to play when it was somebody else's grandchild. It's time to pray when it's my marriage, but it was time to pray when it was your marriage. Mm-hmm. And it probably never would have got to my marriage. Because I'd already found a good seed for marriage. We're standing at this mm-hmm. thing because we've gotten to the place where if it doesn't come directly to me, I feel like I can ignore it. And that's not true. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And see, and see, I think, I think the problem is, uh, ladies, is that we forgot how to love a decade ago. Let me explain, because you can see the shifting, and I'm talking to believers right now, because we, we shifted the whole plane instead of loving God, instead of giving of ourselves, we started preaching, give unto me. As I give unto mm. you. That's not scripture. Mm. And that's the problem. We, we're so busy. I'll bless you, Sister Lorraine, if mm. you just bless me. Or, or, or Sister mm. Tracy, if you just, you know, give unto me, I will give unto you. We have gotten so conditional with our love mm. that it's not even funny. And that's why the world is kicking our butt as believers. Because we, we got caught up in the hype. We got caught up in the cars and the fancy stuff. We didn't, we're not even focused on the word anymore. We want to look like, sound like, taste like, floss like this world instead of being peculiar people or peculiar creatures. We're supposed to be sh- shaking the atmosphere when we get together. We're supposed to be rocking the atmosphere when we gather together in one place. Perfect example, when we were eating last week, Sister Lorraine, 
We shifted that whole place. Why? Because we were in like-mindedness. Mm-hmm. We were able mm-hmm. to have fun and laugh, still talk about mm-hmm. God, leave our garbage mm-hmm. at the door. We were transparent, and we were able to have fun. See, the problem mm-hmm. is we get so serious with our stuff, ladies. We got to be mm-hmm. so deep. We got to be so intellectual all the time. It's okay to laugh as a believer. It's okay mm-hmm. to cry as a believer. It's okay to be yourself as a believer. Uh-oh. Amen. Be yourself. You don't understand where I came from, Pastor, so I can't be myself. Now, I'm not saying twerk in the middle of the store. I'm not saying do all that crazy stuff. There's a way you can still be who you are and be tasteful with it. Uh-oh. See, we, we don't be tasteful no more. We just do what we want to do. Say what we want to say, hurt people's feelings, and we expect when we expect them to love us in return. It don't work that way. I'm sorry. I I hate to break it to you. The world ain't gonna love you if you if you give them if, if you if see. I'm trying to be nice. See, the world the world ain't gonna love you if you don't love the world back. And then now we're taking in principles from the world, and now the church ain't going to love you unless you tithe. Uh-oh. The church ain't going to love you unless Sister Treacy sings a solo, but she only can sing the solo if the past is being exalted. Uh-oh. Oh, we're not going to we're not gonna love each other past the pain. We're not going to be real in the pulpit as leaders of a flock and say, you know what? Pastor Chris goes through some stuff, too. I ain't perfect at all but God. I allow God mm-hmm. to still work with me even though I don't feel it, even though it hurts, even though I don't like it, even though it stinks, even though all this stuff, I got to still work through the mess in order for people to see the light of Christ in my spirit. That is the problem. We're so pretty, we're so busy putting all these masks on, trying to be all these different people, and at the end of the right. day, you waking up all nasty and mean, and, and you telling everybody else, and all this nonsense. Mm-hmm. See, we got to do better. We got to understand that if we don't have a relationship with God, we are not going to make it as a body. Uh-oh. I'm going to get mad. Mm-hmm. People going to get mad with that. We don't lost five people on Facebook. But all I'm saying <laughs> is if we don't get our relationship right with God ourselves, I'm not talking about religion. I'm not mm-hmm. talking about the Ten Commandments. I'm talking about you and God, and it doesn't take all this stuff that we've been passing down to folks that just come to Christ. It is a matter of conversation. We talked about that last week. It's a matter of talking to God just like we're talking to you right now. It, is, it doesn't require complex of, oh, you got to speak in tongue and roll your R's and dot your T's and all this nonsense. Talk to God. Mm-hmm. Talk to him. Be real with God. And I guarantee right. you, he will take the mess that you present to him and turn it for his good. Not your good, his good. He will use you, your hard-knock life.
why your nasty attitude, all the stuff that you used to present to people, he will, people will look at you. If you give your heart to God for real, they're going to look at you cross-sided. And like, man, I remember when you used to cuss me out, Sister Lorraine. Mm-hmm. Oh, I remember when you used mm-hmm. to pull a gun on me, girl. Oh, I remember right. Right. when you was at the club dropping it like it's mm-hmm. hot. So what is wrong with you now? Did the COVID-19 shot make you flip? No, it ain't the COVID-19. It's the blood of Jesus Christ. It's my relationship with him that canceled all the mess that was in my life. I dare y'all to try him, and I'm done. You know, you make me think about something, and uh, I'm going to let you go to speak, but you made me think about something when he says, was it COVID-19 that changed me? No, it was the blood. And you think about uh, going from where you were to where you are now, there was a transition that took place. If you put your trust in in a God, and and, and everybody have their God, so if you put your your life life in, in in the hands of a God and there is no change in your life, I would say it's time to find you a new God. But I am, I am nothing like the person that I began to be when I started. And, and every every time I surrender to the will of God in my life, there's a new level and another change in my life. Now, what sense do it make to marry a man? And when I married him, I had food stamps and, and um, no job. And I married this man, and we have to double the food stamps because he came in the house. I would say you married the wrong man. If he doesn't come and better you, what did you need him for? You could, as the songwriter, wow. I think it was a songwriter movie, so you could do bad by yourself. If when your house, when you met that woman, your house was nasty and dirty, and you married a woman, and, and, you, and, and your house is, is more filthier than it was when you started, you married the wrong woman. Uh, so, Tracy, would you take this, take this up? Because I don't win east on this subject. Go back to love, Sister Tracy. I got to stop laughing first. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) So I, I, um, there is something that we talk about in healthcare. Um, when we try to reach a patient and can't get them or a patient calls in and, um, trying to make an appointment and, and can't get anyone to assist them. And we call that a missed opportunity. Wow. And wow. I talk about that, you know, when it comes to love and how hmm. many missed opportunities Ooh, that's good. we have had. How many hmm. times hmm. did hmm. someone call and instead of, because this person calls you all the time, they get on your nerves and you're tired of talking to them. Ooh, Lord. How many hmm. times hmm. did we miss an opportunity? To exemplify the love of Christ How many times when our spouses Just wanted us to come and sit down for a minute And and watch a movie Or show us something on the cell phone To make us laugh or whatever And we were so caught up in what we were doing That we couldn't take the time to sit down Just to press pause To go over and see That that too Is an exemplification Exemplification of love How many times Have our children been calling our names 
Mm. And we were so caught up in us. Mm. And that's whether it's single parent or two parent household. How many times have we mm. missed an opportunity to show love? Because remember, love shows up. And mm. love, to me, the definition of love is time. So how many mm. times have we pressed pause just to show up and show love? That I think about that even um, in the church body. You know, I, I was talking from those examples just from the personal standpoint, but how about the body of Christ and walking into a mm. church? You know, the, the pit bulls that we put at the door called ushers and how they... <laughs> Uh, whoa, 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 whoa. Uh-oh, 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 uh-oh. That's it. That's it. Wait. Oh, my God. Who has the dope She said... She said... The pit bull... She said that, Chris. Yeah, she... She on she, she she on yeah, yeah, she on she on went into my playbook now. See, 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 see that see now I gotta go before the father and, and get on my knees and repent because I sit here and, and talk about how we bulldogging and, and, and rock John people's neck. See, sister Trees, I'm gonna be quiet. See you go ahead. Go ahead, girl. See, see, you gonna get me going here. Go 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 ahead. Go ahead. I'm I'm so I just wanna inform I, I, I need to inform everybody before we go any further that the nurse has just entered my room. And my vital signs have, have altered, and I'm back in ICU. I just need everybody to know, keep me in prayer. I'm, my love walk is back in ICU. And this time, Uh-oh. the doctor has called in hospice. Hello, Jesus. Oh, Let's to go Jesus. ahead with them bulldogs, baby. Oh, my God. Turn her mama with them words, Jesus. These, Sorry, these, yeah. just, just examples. I'm, I'm talking about what I've experienced. Now, this might not happen at your church, but... And some of the churches that I've gone to throughout my Christian, and the the ushers that are at the door that don't greet you with a smile, because you know mm-hmm. your first experience mm-hmm. starts the door. So the missed opportunity of showing love, you don't know that before that person got there, mm-hmm. they had to go through at home. You don't know. That wife and that husband know. literally just got in a fight. And she had to press her way just to get out the door to come. Mm-hmm. What does yep. Jesus have for me? And then I get mm-hmm. to the door and I see this growl on your face. Mm-hmm. A missed opportunity. Okay, missed how opportunity. about we go up for prayer? How about when I'm up there and I'm at my wits? And I just mm. don't know what else I'm going to do or if there is anything else I can do. And you're the person that God has put in position to pray. Mm. And you give a watered down, instead of tapping in, you give a watered down prayer. And I was more confused than I was. When I went before I came, another missed opportunity. When we get to a point where we're so busy being racked up and 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 caught up in our agenda 
that we forget that this was never about us in the first place. Mm-hmm. It was about the people. It still is about the people. I I am to the point, you know, where I love a good prayer. I love a good song. Mm-hmm. But I, I'm to the point where I'll be okay if you just go back to the Lord's prayer over me. Because mm-hmm. people are trying mm-hmm. to be so deep and spiritual that they're missing it. Now, please mm-hmm. understand, I can discern too. I can from God too. So it's certain prayers that's being prayed. And, and, you know, when my amen starts getting silent, it's like, hold on now. <laughs> hold on. Long. You can go back to the Lord's Prayer and cover me, mm-hmm. you know. Again, a mm-hmm. missed opportunity because we're so caught up in mm-hmm. us. Okay, Pastor Chris, mm-hmm. you can go now. I'm done. Uh, I have to just say that word out loud, Pastor Chris. Wait, wait, Pastor Chris, wait, 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 wait. Yeah, I got to yeah, say yeah, that yeah, word yeah. because I'm a word person. And, and and I don't mean Bible word person. I'm a word person. I love words. Opportunity is one of my most favorite words. But when that child puts missed opportunities on there, that's a whole nother spin on opportunity. And my heart is bleeding now because I realized she went. She came to my house and she say, "You busy?" And the husband say, "Come and sit down with me." And you look at him. I look at him so under eye that my eyes cross, and I have to rub my eyes to get him back to going right. Because I'm thinking, don't you see? I'm busy, but I missed so many opportunities, and I thank God for the intervention of the Holy Ghost. And that's what this is today. This is intervention. She didn't enable me to stay in my phone. She gave me an opportunity not to miss God again, and I want to thank you for that. I love that word. I love I love the placement of that word. That, that, that's God. I, I see God today. Go ahead, Pastor Chris. Did you unmute Tiana? Because I want to hear what she got to say. Yeah, she she's ready to go. Good good afternoon, Tiana Mayo. Wait wait a minute. Hi, mommy. <laughs> <laughs> Tiana, I don't want you to miss your opportunity. Did you hear what that woman of God said? A missed opportunity, baby girl. I heard her. Have you missed any opportunities, darling? I have. I've missed plenty of opportunities, and I've had moments where I feel like people miss opportunities with me, and I guess mm. it hit both ways because you you realize that if somebody had taken a moment, then that could have been a real drastic outcome change for you, but then it also makes you want to work harder not to miss opportunities with the people who you love and even some that you don't know at all. Wow. Pastor Chris, after you speak, we're going to come back to um, – we're going to come back to this wealth of knowledge wrapped up in youth because that's what I really, uh, I love to see uh, our young people go forward because sometimes they stand on the sideline and they think that they don't have anything to say. And I beg to differ on that. Um, uh, I would like, love to hear what Tiana has to say further in talking about missed opportunities or whatever is in our heart on today. Grateful for her being uh, on the show today. Sister Roberta is doing a catering and she's uh, busy. But, uh, Pastor Chris, you were going to speak? Uh, yes, ma'am. See, see, I, I can put myself on on front street, and a lot, of, a lot of pastors and bishops don't agree with that because you're not supposed to put yourself 
on blast because you are a leader and people can't know you have a weakness. Well, all of us have a weakness. I don't care if you are an apostle. I don't care if you're a bishop. I don't care if you're a doctor and an apostle. I don't care if you're an event, so on and so forth. See, the problem is it's very easy to be infected with this virus that we have in some of our congregations. See, we've gotten so far away from our relationship with God that it's affecting mm-hmm. who we are mm-hmm. when we walk mm-hmm. outside the building. See, I can't even be nice to you, Sister Brown, because I still got issues with myself, but I'm, I'm mm-hmm. supposed to be a pastor. I can't even say, right. hey, how you doing? I can't even say, hey, God bless you, because I got chaos in my own camp. See, the problem is we, if we identify that we have an issue, Put it on the throne, leave it alone, stop picking it up and then putting it down, picking it up, putting it down. See, that's the problem. We don't truly have faith in God. We have faith in ourselves. We have faith in our self-will. I'm strong enough to do this. I don't need God for this. See, that's the problem. We get so puffed up in who we are, we get a little bit of anointing, a little a sprinkle of, of deliverance, uh, anointing. We get a sprinkle of a little bit of uh, faith. We get a sprinkle of a little bit of love, but then we put our intellect all in the mix, and it spoils the whole batch. That's why when you put your cake in the oven and you bring it out, it's flat in the middle. Why? Because you have no substance. Uh Uh-oh. See, why do you think the cake sinks in the middle? Because the air got in it and you were jumping around, playing around, you telling the kids, stop, but that's your life. And in the middle of all that, your heart is gone. That's why it's sunk in the middle. That cake is sunk because all around you, it looks good. It looks brown. It looks ready to come out the oven, but there's nothing in the middle. Why? Because we got so caught up in our own stuff. Instead of letting God be God and letting God make the changes in our life, we continue to throw away God's plan and put our own plan. And that's why we got issues right now, not only in our personal life, but in our spiritual life. I can say it because I've been through it. I know I don't got it all together, sisters, but I know I got it together enough to speak on this thing and be honest about the process. Another word, the process is the key. You cannot expect to boom, bam, pow, like we are taught in mm-hmm. some of our congregations, I'll put the mm-hmm. oil on my hand and I smack you on the forehead and you jump around wow. three times, you mm-hmm. are back flipping mm-hmm. the praise break, and now you delivered. No, you're tired. Because when you walk out to church, you are sweaty and tired and you're ready to go to Golden Corral because you're hungry. Mm-hmm. Where is delivering? Mm-hmm. And then you go to Golden Corral and you the most nastiest thing to the server. See, let me be quiet because, see, we all lost everybody now because we talking about hard stuff. But the truth of the matter is we've got to get it together as believers. We've got to rekindle our relationship with God. We put so much of power and energy into what we want to do, and we don't give God no time. 
So you wonder why mm. we got chaos. Mm. Let me be quiet because see, I'm about to go take this thing and the band keep on smacking me upside my bald head and we about to jump <laughs> off. So you better leave me alone, Sister Lorraine and Sister Roberta <laughs> and Sister Tracy before we undo wreck shot up in here. Back to you, ladies. I'll tell you what. Uh, um, uh, <laughs> Don't even start speaking about Golden Corral. You might need to go to a song because we go to these restaurants and we work people like Hebrew slaves, and then we put a quarter on the table and think we've done them a favor. And that needs to quit because we need to represent God in everything we do. And when, when you've been with a man or woman of God and you've been in their presence, you ought to be like, man, there's something about them. And we just experienced that in Colleen at, at, at Jimmy A. We went to that restaurant mm-hmm. and God gave, gave us what to do with the, with the waiter. The waiter had such an excellent spirit. And that boy almost jumped out of yeah. his top when, when he saw the blessing of the Lord making him rich, but he didn't add any sorrow to it. Somewhere down the road, that boy cast his bread on the water, and in not many days, it came back to him. We're going to get the things mm-hmm. that we sow. We're going to reap what we sow. If we want to keep sowing discord, we're going to reap it. So don't, don't think it's strange. Oh, no. When discord and chaos is in your life, when you look out your front door and instead of seeing a pretty lawn and rose bushes and, and azaleas and hibiscus and, and uh, 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 rose bushes, instead of seeing those things in your front yard, you see trouble, then you need to look in your heart and say, where did I sow this, this bad seed? And if you have not sown that bad seed, you go out on your porch and you begin to reduce that devourer because he has no business at your door. But you make sure you go in your closet before you go out your door. Because sometimes we go out our doors and we go out half cocked and we end up being embarrassed because the person out there can read our mail. They can tell us where we went wrong. But if you go in your closet and you talk to the Almighty before you go on your front porch, you can find out where you went wrong, you can repent, then you can go on your front porch and get rid of what's out there. But sometimes we like to act like boo-boo the fool, like we don't know what happened. And we like to act like Urkel. Did I do that? Yes, you did it. Because otherwise it has no right to visit you. There's one or two things. You did it, and you need to reap what you sold, or you did not do it, and the enemy just trying to bamboozle you, and you have an authority in your mouth to speak against it. Mm. Tiana Mayo, you work with the public, and you work with the public very well. I've seen you at work. You have to walk in love to do the job that you do for the state of Texas. What say ye to the people about walking in love when you're faced with adversity on an ongoing basis? I just think of how important it is. I'm actually considering now if I'm going to go and have a conversation with one of the young ladies that um, I have been, I would say, mentoring and talking to, and she went left this week and I was extremely frustrated with her about her decisions and I was I'm headed to her area and my thought was, Well, Mr. Mayo's not going so this is an opportunity for me to go and pick her up and have a conversation with her about her decisions and figure out where her head was and I'm frustrated with her but I know I can't approach her with that frustration. I have to approach her with kindness or else I'll never get past her getting in my car and just riding in silence with me. So I think it's important sometimes that we take a step back and reflect on how we deliver the message and making sure that the message is delivered in love. I've had conversations with my mom before about kids because, you know, now that i got kids, I can have them conversations with her. And one of the things that I have to constantly work on 
is when they frustrate me or they're behaving in a way that I don't care for or they've done something, first of all, me not donkey conging them over the top of their head, and two, me thinking about how I would have wanted somebody to approach me and, and hear them. And I know that if I yell, that ain't going to get nowhere because when, when, when I'm yelled at, I don't hear much. But if I show concern and I show love and I remember that I one, uh, at one point did the same kinds of things and the kinds of pressures that were on me that made me do those kinds of things, then I probably will get a whole lot further with my children, with my husband, with my mother, with whoever I need to have a conversation with versus me saying why you shouldn't have did whatever you did. Mm. That's awesome. Um, that's, that's good talk. That's what I call it. I call that good talk. Um, this Tracy, you have the, the same um, type of job that's very demanding of you. And I know a lot of times uh, on weekends, you like to um, you like to comp at your couch, <laughs> and you like to, you like to exhale on weekends. And through the week, when you're faced with with the uh, traumas and the issues of other people, you have to you have to find a way of using your love walk as a tool and a weapon of mass destruction. Is that not true? That's true every day, whether going to work or going to the gas station or Family Dollar. It, you you have to put on just like I think we said it a couple of weeks ago. Um, it's love putting love on. It's like putting on the full armor of God. It's a part of your attire, and you have to say, you know, you wake up in the morning, you brush your teeth. You wake up in the morning and I put on love before I leave the door. Sometimes you have to put it on as soon as you wake up because the person that's in the very house with you, in the very bed with you, could be the person that gets it if you don't have that love on. So that that is something that, you know, I'm. the more we talk about this, like, like you said earlier, I'm teaching myself. It truly is that. It, it's, it's a, uh, Pastor Chris said, it's a process. It's truly a process. I have really been reflecting as the Holy Spirit is speaking to me on today about this past week and what I could have done different with people or said different. Um, you know, sometimes in uh, – I work with the elderly, and sometimes in healthcare, the families um, want the impossible, and they have unrealistic un, – uh, unrealistic mm-hmm expectations that we mm-hmm. we cannot perform. And so mm-hmm. it takes the love in you to take the time to listen and say, okay, God, what is he or she really asking? What is mm-hmm. the need? Mm-hmm. How can I meet the need? You know, and sometimes it's not even about what that person was asking. Right. Or what that person is saying, you know, like, um, uh, Tiana going to have, having to go to, back to someone. I've learned that um, I have a person on my team. Um, she's the clinical person. She's the nurse, and she has attitude a lot. And a lot of other people can't deal with her. But I've gotten to the point where I can deal with her because I know it's never about what's on the surface. It's so much deep-rooted stuff in her. And I've gotten to the point where I pray 
literally call her name because there's things that happened in her past. She's still carrying that weight. And Amen. I'm showing love for her. She know that she doesn't even know it. When she comes to mind, you know, uh, it could be on a Saturday while I'm cleaning and she comes to my heart and I call her name. And I ask God to go and be with her. Send the Holy Spirit to comfort her. That's love. That's an act of love. So, you know, we we have to get to a point where um, if I want to be whole, I want everyone else around me to be whole. And they may not know how to get to wholeness, but we do. We know how to call on the name above our name. We know how to call on the great I am. So we can be the love agent for them, for the people that don't know how to tap into that. So, yeah, I, you know, I, I, I do like the, the couch hugs. I really do. I like it. My friend <laughs> on, on, on Saturdays or whatever because, you know, you put so much out um, during the week um, and you're exhausted. But I'm, yes. I'm looking at some things. It's like something should not exhaust me. Something should become second nature and showing love should be second nature. And this is something that I'm learning. I'm I'm learning and I want to I want to study this thing and I want to take this test one time. I don't want to have to keep taking it. So I want, I'm like, "Lord, help me with this this process of getting to that point of, you know, being able and and I'm human. We're all human. I get it. That things are, you know, people are going to come and you're going to be tested. But I want to get to a point where I don't allow my flesh to take over. Well, I can mm-hmm. say just like in listening to those family members and those patients and saying, okay, what what really is the issue here? I want to do the same thing in those cases that say, okay, Lord, how am I supposed to respond to this? How can I show love instead of giving them really what they came for a reaction, but how can I give them love instead of the flesh? That's tough right there. Mm-hmm. Because it's so so easy to quickly go into that mode with it. Because most of the time, that situation presents itself abruptly. So your first response is, what? What you say? You talking to me? <laughs> yeah. Right. That's and you want to go there. You want to go <laughs> there. Just, I want to give you a piece of my mind. I want you to feel this. But no, no. How is that effective? How is that Christ-like? <laughs> it's not. And you feel like you leave me bleeding, bro. <laughs> yeah, hemorrhaging. You need to go to the emergency room and get you some stitches when I get through with you. But ain't none of that gone. <laughs> ain't none of it. Mm-hmm. But, um, uh, this crazy last yeah, night we talked about. Oh, there you go. Go on, girl. Yeah. yeah. You know, that, that, that love walk is, is, is the same thing that, you know, like we were talking earlier. The, the, the church's job is to show and demonstrate the love of God uh, in our life. But we get frustrated because we want people to do what we want them to do. I don't oh, give you wow. this yes. I've given you this suggestion, and you should follow what I say. But you have to learn yourself to let go of the things. You didn't just stop once the person told it to you. How many times did Jesus have to correct you? So I think if we take our own self out of the equation, out of it's not about us, but the message is not me. 
The message is Christ. Doing what Jesus. So, so if you don't take it, I can't take it personal. You know, but I'm going to walk you through it because you already know you're going to fall and stumble. I already know you're going to mess up. I'm going to be here waiting on you. You know, that's the love that, that, God, that we're supposed to have. You know, it, it doesn't matter about me. It doesn't matter about you. You know, you didn't take I gave you this advice, but you got to die first. Yeah. And it's that big eye, that, that me, you know, that we're so we're so concerned with, you know, even in giving this giving up giving instructions, telling people what to do, helping people. Even in salvation. I remember uh going out with this one sister and you know, the person was reluctant to accepting Jesus. She said, Okay, Jesus ain't died, but you go to hell and it's a, I mean it 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 was <laughs>
your troubles and your situations and your issues, will you still be uh, hurt or attacked? Even though you're airborne, yeah, you still have predators. They're called birds. They'll eat you, but not if you have the Spirit of God covering. And many of us are missing the Spirit of God covering, and we say, well, this thing don't work. Well, the reason why it don't work is because we're not in position. How can I give birth fully dressed with my legs crossed? That is not the birthing position. The birthing position is I got to take off my clothes. I got to put my legs up in the stirrup. I think that's what you call them things. Y'all know what it is. And then I got to push when, when that urge comes. So there's things I have to do in giving birth. I don't create the life in my womb. I just do the activity. And God creates the life. And then he allows me to carry the life. And he even gives me a responsibility to shape the life, so to speak. You know how? Because if I'm bitter and angry all the time while I'm carrying this child, that child usually comes out bitter and angry. Wow. So I have a choice. I can be happy or I can reject this child. Like I did with one of my children I was pregnant with. I was doing the activity and didn't want to have a baby. So when the doctor says, ma'am, you're pregnant, immediately I begin to reject the child in my womb as a seed, a little bitty something. I didn't want it. And do you know, nine years later, when my son was born, he told me one day, Ma, I feel rejected. I had no idea the day I rejected that pregnancy that it was going to slide over into his life. None. But God knew. That's why he gave us the Holy Scriptures and told us how to live this life. And all we got to do is obey the word and walk in fullness of life. And we're walking around as half tanks thinking that we're giants. And I love walkers in the hospital. So, ooh, I just heard mm. you. Some of our love walkers are in the mental institution. Oh, my God. Mm. Uh-uh. The we need, our, we need that spiritual Prozac. Some of our love walkers have coded. And somebody's on top of ooh. our love walkers yes, trying, to, trying to pump life back into it. And you know what we're doing? Instead of cooperating with the pumper, we're rejecting it. I didn't want no I yeah. didn't want no man pumping my chest. I wanted a woman to pump my chest. Look, Joker, breathe. <laughs> and trying to tell God who to send to, to save your life. You fell into an ocean. And your dumb behind don't know how to swim. Who cares who brings the life jacket? Grab a hole. Yeah. And live. Quit trying to dictate. How's that working for you? You been dictating your going out and coming in all your life. And still ain't nowhere. Mm-hmm. I love Walk this week. It's not only clear, but it's a diamond. And a diamond has to be processed. Exactly. Where you are in the process is where you are in the process. I can't come next to you and say, <laughs> I'm I'm on I'm on the uh, uh I'm in the hands of the uh the, the jeweler. And you look at me and say, Well, they just got me out the cold. It doesn't matter where what part of the process you're in. You know what the key is, say? As long as we're in the hands of the processor, we there is hope. That's right. Go with Jeremiah. Go with go with the potter. 
Yeah, that clay got messed up. It was marred. It was scarred. It was getting ready to be discarded. But the potter had vision. He could see past the mark. He could see past the mistakes. He said, give it here. As long as he keeps us in his, in his hand, there's hope for us. I'm striving to live this life the way God wants to live, not the way I want to live it. I, I think, I think we, we, we probably need one of them good songs, Pastor Chris, because we need to go to our callers. We need to make sure our callers can address the situations that we're in. And if 1551 is on, I would love for her to be unmuted so she can pray for Tiana and the task that she has today. Okay. Yeah, she's not on right now, uh, but I'll keep you posted. Okay. Okay. So we're going to go to a song. Okay. We'll be right back, family. We're going to go to a song, and then we're going to come back at you. We're going to hit the phone line. So you're listening to Saturday's The Fit. This is Lorraine Brown and Roberta Jones. We'll see you in a few.
caller 2985. We know who this is. God bless you. You are on the air. Amen. Praise the Lord for all of you. I want to first start out by wishing all of the fathers a blessed Father's Day uh, this year. Um, I thank God for that word love because I was tested on yesterday. And I tell you, I didn't want to love the way I was supposed to love, but the Holy Ghost overrode my feelings, and I'm so grateful that the love of Christ is in me. I want to just say today, if I can, that love brings us freedom. And because Jesus died for us and gave us that freedom, and that love dwells now on the inside of us, we're no longer bound to man's way of love. And it's our choice to allow the Holy Spirit to live in us and through us that that love can be demonstrated, that somebody will see the light of Christ uh, shining in our lives, and they would know that it's beyond what they're normally used to. They would know it's something different about what they see in you and how you respond. Um, And in doing so, the Holy Spirit, when we give him free reign in us, It's his love that the world sees when we allow him to live and do it. And as he's doing what he does best, then that light will shine and somebody will desire what they see in you. They may not know what to call it, but we know it's the love of Christ. So if we just continue to do what the Bible tells us to do, let God be God in us, be seen in our walk, our talk, whatever we do, then we won't have to worry about who will get that message because the power of the Holy Spirit in you is at work, drawing that individual that he placed you before. So I thank God for all of you. This is a tough line for the Lord. I thank God for front-line soldiers that are standing up for love. God bless your heart. And remember to pray for the soldiers today who to close out in prayer. Stay away as fathers. God bless you all. Thank you. God bless you. Thank you so much. One more caller. 6801. 6801. You are. Oh, they dropped off. All right. So, Sister Tracy, back to you. All right. All right. Well, you know, I, I, um, this, Every week has been good. This week is is kind of really in my face, you know, about things. God just kind of putting that mirror in front of me, and um, you know, I I want to do better, and I want to say this. Um, I've talked to a family member uh, a while ago about just family things, you know, and how we deal with things. Um, in our families and talking about uh, the things that we go through and the, the situations that may arrive, arise, you know, um, whether we, we deal with them, sweep them under the rug or whatever. But even in that, you know, just uh, the demonstration of love, um, the examples that I used earlier were, um, you know, just with the the children calling your name, your husband asking you to come. Those are things that I myself have um, gone through and not responded the appropriate way. 
And uh, those are things that I acknowledge and I want to work on. I want to do better. You know, it's it's good to have someone to even call your name, you know, to be for someone to even want to be in your presence. You know, that that's a blessing in itself. So, you know, we don't want to get so caught up in our own agenda that we forget ministry. And, you know, ministry starts at home. The first ministry is at home with the family. So, and that ministry is love. So if we're going to teach uh, our children, if we're going to um, show love with our spouses, you know, we, we have to really tap into making sure that we die to self and that we really pull on the Holy Ghost to live big within us. Um yeah. Another thing is, you know, uh, love being an action word. Uh, we want to make sure that we show action, <laughs> that we actually uh, show love, that it's not something that's selfish, um, that it's not something that's puffed up, you know, that it's not something that has its own agenda. If you do this for me, then I'll do this for you. That That's not what love is about. Um, also, you know, uh, not taking it back. <laughs> uh, we can't say we love you and then as soon as someone does things contrary to how we want them to do it, we take our love back. We say, Mm-mm, I don't love you no more. You know, no. Um, oh, no. I, I believe, <laughs> I believe, uh, 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 Pastor Smith, there's times with me because my, my tongue is swift and I know that about yes. me. So I have to put myself in um, time out, you know, at times, because I don't want to, me, to speak. I don't want it to come from a place of, you know, um, of uh, thorns, if, if, if I may. I don't want it to be sharp. I want it to be something that's comforting, you know, even in my pain. And I, I've gone through things in my life where even in my hurt, I was able to give comfort, you know, to others. So that that's something I think as Christians, it, it's a process and it's something that we have to work on, you know, every day um, um, mm-hmm. and check ourselves, you know, and then surround ourselves with people that will be our checkers um, because we don't know it all. So we need to be around strong and gifted men and women of God that will pour into us, um, show us us, and, and definitely um, uh, help us to do better about, you know, being who God has called us to be. Uh, Pastor Chris, anything you want to share uh, on that line of of doing it God's way when it comes to love? Uh, Yes, ma'am. Actually, I wanted to uh, throw some uh, tidbits because I like to do this because we've been going hard on the subject, but I wanted to give the family a little bit of uh, a uh, gel, so to speak, to what we've been talking about, to how we can fall back in love with Christ. Because sometimes mm-hmm. our faith is what caused the heartbreak. What do I mean? Well, sometimes when we believe God so much, then life happens and our faith is tested. And sometimes we even get church hurt. So we get heartbreak. So I'm going to tell you how to fall back in love with Christ without all the extra stuff. It's real simple. 
Just ask yourself why you dropped off in your love and faith with Christ in the first place. Just look at the day or the time or identify what started it, what triggered it, and why you're going so south and you should be elevating and going north. Just ask yourself, what could it be? Why did you stop focusing on your faith? Was it because sister so-and-so told you you wouldn't amount to nothing in Christ? Was it because those nasty ushers uh, that uh, opened up the door for you and they looked you up and down? Was it because pastors stepped on your corns? It could be so many things. And a lot of times our faith and love gets tested in the house. I'm sorry to say it. I know we've been saying it most of the show, but a lot of our problems stem from the house. And we have to understand that in order for us to grow, we have to be real with ours. And sometimes we got to do some housekeeping. And we need to look at our own congregation and see what the problem is. Are we going to fix everything? No. But we can fix it to a point where the leaders can reflect real love and not superficial stuff because you gave them a nice tie or you uh, talked them so high that their head uh, got so big. But anyway, here's number two. Remind yourself all that he has done for you. Listen, for me, I have to thank God every day. Sometimes I ain't feeling it. Oh, Pastor, you ain't feeling it? Yeah, I'm not feeling it. Because when you are always giving of yourself, your body will start to reject everything that God puts in. I don't think they heard me. See, the problem is our body is receptive to every negative thing that we experience in our day-to-day operations. And we are filled right now with the Holy Spirit. But the problem is, if we don't allow the Holy Spirit to have access to our heart, we're going back to the spiritual gas station to re-up on our gas. But if we allow something like some sugar to get in the mix, guess what? You ain't going to be able to drive off, baby, because your engine is jacked up because that sugar was poured in there. I'm just saying. Number three... Spend time with Jesus. That is key. We do a lot of things. We spend a lot of time doing a lot of stuff. And sometimes I'm guilty of that too. I'm doing everything else instead of spending time with the Father, and it costs me something. And I'm and I'm getting my butt kicked. Oh, this is happening. All these waves coming at me at once. It happens. See, this is what I'm saying. You have to be real with yours. People say that, or people say I'm 100 all the time. Well, one thing you're going to understand about Pastor Chris, I am not going to be superficial in what I go through. I thank God every day in this season in my life that I can be transparent enough to save people because, yes, pastors go through just like you. We have feelings just like you. We are spent just like you, but at the same time, I am passionate that God gives me a re-up. No matter how I feel waking up, I thank God for giving me another day to come on the radio, to, to, to speak with my sisters and brothers, whatever it is, to be able to go ham and cheese 
for Jesus Christ. And number four, surround yourself with other believers that have the same passion, that can revitalize your faith, that can put in the work like you, that can keep you accountable. See, we don't, we are accountable anymore, ladies and gentlemen. We doing our own thing. We're not checking on each other. I know uh, Lorraine and, and, and Tracy be getting tired of me sending stuff on their phone, but I'm telling you one thing. They, I, you never know when you're going to need that inspiration, that empowerment, because life can overwhelm you. I don't care how hard and how, and how passionate and how much strength you have in faith in God and your love affair with God. Don't be discouraged. Jesus will never walk out on you. But the one thing that's fickle about humans, we walk out on each other. And we've got to understand that we cannot allow people to shift our faith. Uh-oh. Let me be quiet. So in other words, just surround yourself with people that can keep it 100%. I'm not talking about 100 Street. I'm talking about that they can talk to your spirit, refill your mind, just like uh, Sister Mayo and Tracy, they deal with the public. I understand. It is draining. They are sucking the life out of you in your body, but if you don't keep your foundation or your core strong, guess what? You're going to have some issues. So that's why you got to have a couch to sit down and reflect and allow God to pour into you and read you up. Sometimes you got to find your secret place, whether it's the gym, whether it's the spa, whether it's your couch, whether it's your closet, wherever it is, surround yourself with other believers. And if you don't have that, find those places where you can re-up your faith, revitalize your faith, and the stronger your relationship with God will be as you take the first step and dig out of your mess of feelings and despair. It ain't about feelings, baby. Jesus is going to take you from where you are and raise you up to where you're going to be. So I'm done. That's my last spill of the day. So, Sister Tracy, back to you. Amen. I, I love that, uh, those four points, uh, Pastor Chris. Um, and, and I'm going to, before we close out, I'm going to go back over those again. Um, I wanted to read something that um, uh, Sister Lorraine sent me, a text she received. Um, it says, we can't truly love without the Holy Ghost. Love without the Holy Ghost is not long-suffering or patient or forgiving. But godly love is. So that's just a reminder that we need the Holy Ghost. He's our comforter. He's our checker. He keeps us, you know, um, in line. It is so important for us, you know, to to do it God's way because it's not about us. If we take us out of the equation, totally out of the equation, who do we see? We see Jesus. And Jesus was love. Jesus is love. So we have to stay, you know, focused on on that alone. Pastor Chris, if we could go to a song really quick, we'll come back and we'll we'll close out. Not a problem. We'll be right back after this. Don't you dare move. 
a muscle. We'll be right back, family. Pull on my heartstrings, on what that it sounds like. My heart sings when you are around me. It's amazing, like the grace that you gave me. You pull on my heartstrings, on what that it sounds like. My heart sings when you are around me. It's amazing, like the grace you gave me.
Pastor Bill Jenkins of Destiland Christian Center in Rancho Cucamonga, California, and you're listening to the Psalmist Voice Radio Network. Walk with me, family. Let's go! You're listening to Saturday's Buffet with Cecilia Ray Brown and Roberta Jones right now. TPB Radio. TPB Radio. Amen, amen. Wanted to do our house before we end the show today. Um, we want to thank Sister Dorothy Curry, uh, Shirley Allen, and Lucille Priester. Also, Sister Ella Priester and Leola Priester, as well as Earthly Aaron, Edna Moore, and Jeanette Pontoon. These are our faithful listeners, and we want to acknowledge them on today. Thank you for your continued support of the radio show. So, you know, th- this love thing is, is just getting uh, bigger and bigger, and the responsibility for us is growing stronger and stronger. Um, I just want to end with this. Uh, we started the show with Sister Roberta Jones uh, telling us that love is a force within us that doesn't give up. So I I say, you know, to us, the believers, the church is the face of Christ. Does it look like Jesus? Is it loving? Is it holy? Is it unconditional? Is it long-suffering? Does it have an expiration date or time? Because we just found out that love does not give up. It's supposed to go through. So we need to reflect on that this week and, and just throughout our, our daily walk. Does our love has an, have an expiration date or time? Because if it does, we, we need to do what I'm going to call what Pastor Chris, um, the four points that he gave, I'm going to call it a love checkup. The first Ooh. point, how did I get here? Number two, remember what God has done for you. Number three, spend time with Jesus. And number four, surround yourself with other believers. Those were very powerful points. We're going to call it a love checkup. So that's something that we should be doing on a daily basis, checkup. Because, you know, we, we, we don't all have it right. We don't have all the answers, but we have a God that does. We have, he left us a, a, a road map, the word of God. And then he left us other believers here that we can go and we can commune and talk to so they can help us along the way. Um, we want to say happy Father's Day to all the fathers out there. Uh, we thank you. We love you. Uh, we pray that this radio show has been a blessing and an inspiration to you. And before we go, we're going to ask Pastor Chris to close us out in prayer. Amen. Thank you. Uh, all hearts and minds are clear. Uh, Eternal God, our Father, we thank you for this gathering at the table this afternoon, this early morning. We pray, Father, that the words that were spoken uh, were able to prick the hearts of the listeners and be able to look at themselves and their relationship with God. It's not about bashing. It's about loving. You've been trying to get our attention for the last year, Father, but we pray 
uh, as we continue to be bold in you, we continue to go through our own personal love checks this week, and when we come back next week at the table, we can give an assessment and an account on what we've been through, how we've changed it, how we can be effective in the kingdom of God, not only in our personal lives, but for you, Father. We ask you, for, Father God, as we depart from the table, Father, that you, you will never stir away from your presence. You are the only wise God. You are, own, you are the healer. You are the one that does it all, Father. We pray that all of these things will work together for your good, not my good, but your good. We ask all these things in Jesus Christ's most awesome and matchless name. Amen. Amen, amen. Thank you, thank you, thank you, Pastor Chris. I'm not sure if Sister uh, Lorraine is back on or not, or if she wanted to close out. I'm still on, but um, okay. you guys have done a wonderful job. I do want to introduce the radio audience to my daughter, whose home I'm in. This is Lisette Smith, uh, full of love. Just say hi to the people, baby. Hello, everyone. Hello. Hello. Her adorable husband, uh, LaSalle, my, my son. Say hello. Good afternoon, everybody. God bless you. Amen. Amen. I'm in, I'm Amen. in their home, and I'm being uh, fed and treated very well. My grandchildren are making lots of noise. But just wanted to just share uh, this with you all today. Uh, Mr. Brown haven't said hi today. He wants to say hello, audience. Hello, audience. <laughs> God bless everyone. Mr. Brown. Back at the buffet. Uh, after we finish with love, we just, we have to go to forgiveness. And God even told me this morning that we have to go to having a courageous faith in God. Because without courage, we can't do love. We can't do forgiveness. We can't even come, up, come out of our house without a courageous spirit. So God bless you, everyone. Thank you, Sister Teresa, for taking over for me. Have a wonderful day. Absolutely. God bless, God bless you all. Mary, Mary, the earth is shaking. Who gon' save the babies from another bloody Sunday? I'm singing Mary, Mary. They love me or they hate me for my skin color. But you say I am your brother. The government keep lying to me. Telling me that they come to set the people free But the power falls when you catch us on the knees Heaven please, we're in a state of emergency See, we need a strong God, yeah We need the real God, yeah The God with the resurrection power from the grave Take away the hate to heal the human race, yeah We need a, we need a, we need a We need a strong God, Say Mary, Mary, they say the climate changes, the poor people in the cold, but you keep preaching to their soul, but we don't leave till everybody's free, and we won't sleep till everybody eats, until lives matter, more than ties matter, the government keep lying to me. 
telling me that they're gonna set the people free But the power falls when you catch us on the knees Heaven please, we're in a state of emergency See, we need a Real strong, real strong yeah We need a Real God Yeah, yeah The God with the resurrection power from the grave To take away the hate To heal the human race See, we need a We need a We need a We need a strong God We need a We need a We need a Lucky. Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Purchase new wiper blades from O'Reilly Auto Parts today and we'll install them for free. See better and drive safer with O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. 